Welcome to Progressive Mindset Podcast with your host, Natalie Potts. Each week, I'll be bringing an inspiring message or person to help you unlock creating a life full of energy, action, impact, and happiness. And today, I'm really excited to share an episode of an Insta Live that I did earlier in the week with Jack Simmons, who is a hypertrophy coach. We shared all around mental health, being the best you can be, building a business, being in a business, life, uh, goal setting, and so much more. So let's get straight into the episode. Enjoy. Do you want to just kind of introduce yourself, let everyone know uh, who you are, so what you do, um, and give yourself a little bit of background as well? Yeah, so um, I'm a business coach. I've, um, as you call me, coaching in terms of life. Uh, business coaching is kind of the thing that's found me a little bit the last year or so. Um, and then lots of kind of coaching around relationships as well because all of those areas of our life obviously impact so it's kind of drawn me from starting with looking at confidence and mindset to actually that's kind of one area of yeah. the skill base um that is, is is vast of what i've got so i've come from a very corporate background in terms of leading high performance teams so i do continue to work and mentor people around leadership and, and corporate as well um so yeah that's kind of how it's evolved um i have a love for fitness i have a passion for mental health and i kind of try and draw <laughs> although i'm trying to work on just doing one thing i draw all of those in terms of into all of my coaching if i can do in terms of working with clients on yeah. lots of different areas because if you find you focus on one where it's life or business at some point, it will come back to the purpose. It will come back to the, you know, what's our identity? Who are we? The procrastination, the mindset, the mental health—all of that comes into play at some point. Yeah, so I think they all—they all have like a role to play on each other as well. Like you notice it, especially with fitness. If something else is out of whack, it'll kind of push you off off target somewhere else. So I think that kind of plays really like so they all intertwine quite deeply and you may not even notice it until you sort of actually sort of start to look into things quite a, yeah. quite a lot more what have you noticed since obviously we've had a few lockdowns i know you've done a little bit of kind of um you were sort of talking to people who are having mental health issues at different points what did it, what have you noticed since kind of before lockdown and then up to now has been like the yeah. biggest change and the biggest problem that has maybe come up for people during lockdown Yes, the biggest challenge at the moment, so I um, volunteer for Shout um, Mental Health and I've done that for over a year now and it's um, it's so rewarding, it's an amazing thing to do and I think the biggest thing I've noticed on there is that people are very kind of, there's a lot of anxiety probably yeah. in the beginning of the year and uncertainty was a big word, um, kind of not knowing as well um, and that's just really gone into a lot of loneliness now. Um, and I know that was a big thing um, with, you know, I was working for business over Christmas and it was all around how do we support colleagues going through a time at Christmas where they may be on their own. Um, so really looking at um, what that looks like for people and yeah. what it actually means to be lonely and that, it, you know, you can reach out to people. Um, and I think there's lots of things that we can do that are in our control and and I often think that's a big thing. I know it's an area that I work on just for my development, if I'm being transparent, is those levels of control. And for a lot of people, this, this last 10 months has felt out of our control. And that's really hard for people that have had structure, which is often something that we like. We've yeah. we've going to gym every day. We're very probably routine. We get up, we do probably the same things each morning, work, etc. But we, we focus on then the gym and everything as well. So um 
you know, and I know that from my own experience that doing fitness shoots and stuff, you get very stuck on, um, have I drunk this amount of water? Have I gone to the gym today? What's my rest day? The routine and structure is, is so key. So I think um, that's been a main thing for people is, is how can you create that routine and structure and notice people around you within this time as well? Yeah, I think the, the sort of structure and the routine, like you're saying, is it's one of those things that's really, really important for definitely, I think mental health, it, people overlook it as something that's very important. And sort of structure and routine can give your day that kind of, okay, I'm doing this, 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 and this. And if you don't have that, it's kind of like you sort of go to do one task and then you feel a bit lost and you're like, well, okay, I'll go and eat some food. And then you, you've not really got a clear path throughout the day. And that adds to all that sort of uncertainty you're talking about, especially right now during you know, the lockdown we've got on and we don't really know how long this is going to last. I think that's where a lot of the uncertainty stems from. And that I can understand why that would give someone sort of anxiety and how that could definitely sort of impact someone's, especially mental health and sort of motivation to even do things. Cause they think, well, how long is this going to last? Is there any point in actually sort of put any effort into sort of doing anything at the moment? Um, I suppose what would be really good as well is how, if someone wanted to contact, um, contact the organization you work for yeah if they had any issues how would they do that how would they go about that so you shout is amazing you just literally text shout to 85258 and it yeah. would be the likes of myself i'm on my laptop but you would literally just text some free service and you just do shout and then somebody obviously then starts talking in terms of hi thanks for reaching out how you know what's on your mind today yeah. um so yeah and then that kind of stems into conversation for about 45 minutes tops dependent on a scenario this isn't yeah. therapy or counseling service it is a service that is this in the moment of people that really need that support so yeah. often um you can have people that are really thinking some some thoughts that you really need to support them with of which you then you know kind of um would either do a like ladder down process to the next steps they need to do yeah. or you would get out make sure that the right people are going to be there to support them uh, within that kind of time frame so yeah, it's an assessment as well. Um, but yeah, you just literally text to us on that. Right, brilliant. So I think let's try to get into it today and go over kind of motivation and discipline. So obviously you've got your interest in fitness, training, all that sort of stuff. Um, so I thought a good topic to start off with would be motivation versus discipline, because I think, mm -hmm. especially I know you are very interested in this sort of thing, and we could touch on this in a little bit. Um, but give us your rundown on what your kind of, what, how you dis, dif, differentiate motivation and discipline and maybe just your general thoughts around it to start off with yeah i think um motivation is you know what gets you going and the discipline is what keeps you going and yeah. keeps you doing that and motivation is um you're not always going to feel motivated you know yeah. i feel motivated to go for a run this morning but i knew it was what i wanted to, and it's that discipline kicking in of my why um how i'm going to feel after what the benefits are for me how it serves me so um i think that discipline is around your real drive for something and, and doing it consistently and that you you're putting it is discipline is about putting yourself into a out of the comfort zone yeah and doing something that's a little bit beyond and i think the biggest thing for me with discipline is that consistency part is that you will do it <laughs> It's not. It's like a, you know, motivation could be. A, oh, I'm motivated. I feel like I'll do it. And discipline, yeah. you know, I just it isn't an option for me. I will be doing it. I will yeah. be you know, disciplined to start on time every single day. Um, yeah. So that's probably the difference. What are your thoughts? I know we've discussed it a lot, and we read a lot, and that's yeah. material. 
Um, so I, I think I think a very that's a sem- very similar sort of point of view around the difference between the two in the and there's that that sort of very famous quote that motivation is bullshit and discipline is what keeps you mm-hmm. going. I think that is this so true. It's kind of like discipline's almost like a. I almost treat it treat it as a muscle. Like if you don't if you don't sort of exercise that discipline, it's going to sort of waver and fault and yeah um, come off a little bit. So I think it's really important to get on top of, and it isn't easy to start with. It's like anything. It's like if you're starting out in fitness, it's going to be hard. That first gym session, that first run, that first day eating sort of good foods is going to be very difficult to do. So I think when you're trying to start things out, that can be almost its own task in itself. So starting small can help you get going and stuff. Like you were saying as well, you're not always going to feel motivated. And something myself <clears throat> myself and Will spoke about the other day was this kind of motivation, um, result, action kind of wheel and a lot of people will look for motivation to take yeah. action to see results and then when they get the result they they're hoping they'll be motivated to take more action and yeah. actually as soon as you're not motivated because we know motiva- motivation isn't there every day i'm not very motivated yeah. to go work out after this but i'm going to go and do it um because if you don't you don't really you've just got to be consistent and get things done yeah. so that's not there you don't take the action you don't get the results so the best way to approach it is always just take the action regardless of how you feel and then you will see results after a while and that will keep you motivated. And then that's a, a lot more sort of healthier, I, I would say, approach to it because it will kind of get the ball rolling a, a lot more instead of you relying on the motivation, which we mm. all know isn't always going to be there. And that is kind of where discipline is. It's it's taking the action, even though you may not want to do it. Mm. So I think that's a massive one. And obviously, you know, you're a big fan of Jocko Willink. You've you listened to his podcast. You've read. Have you read any of his books? Yeah, I've got his, um, the, is it Discipline Equals Freedom? Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. And he's, I, love I think it. he's got a few, I, actually. Huh? I think he's got a couple, yeah. Yeah, I love it because it's kind of the inserts as well. So it's not like you have to read all the time. You can just read snippets each day type thing. Yeah. If you want to be, I, I even like that sometimes. I've learned that last kind of few weeks that just going and reading a book just for 10 minutes or something called just actually, I want to just find out about this and then go and find the book and just read a couple of pages out of it and then seeing what you take from it. So you can definitely do it with your stuff. And I think he, um, he's, his passion is phenomenal. And uh, yeah. I think that when I, I'm reading a book actually at the moment, um, what's it called? Um, I'd have to check. And it's about, uh, again, the Navy SEALs. Yeah. And their levels of discipline are just on another level. And it just makes you reframe your life and perspective on what you have. Yeah. And like today, like, I was like, um, you know, I got <laughs> from my run, I was freezing cold, I was wet as anything and all of that. And I thought, these woes are nothing compared to what these guys put them through or what people do in yeah, yeah. thing. And that gives you that perspective to think about that part of that, mo- almost then get your motivation going. But to think that the, the reason why I do it is because of X. And yeah, those, those types of things, you need perspective is a real big thing, I think, in life. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. And I like that kind of approach to reading because you can I've got a similar rule for myself is it's like I call it the 10 minute rule and it's it's really good for anyone who ever sort of doesn't doesn't always want to do something it's just go you can even make it shorter if you wanted to and it's all about just kind of getting over that first hurdle because the hardest part is always starting once you've actually got got into something it's not it's not difficult so do something for three minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes. And if you don't want to continue afterwards, that's fine. Just walk away. There's no guilt in it. But generally what you find is if you actually just do something for five minutes or a couple of minutes, it's just that case of getting started. It's, it's the same a lot when I do my university work. 
yeah it's just opening the document and sort of start start reading and if i can do three minutes of that i start to get into the the flow of things and then it actually kind of flows from there and it's a lot easier so using that sort of five minute rule 10 minute rule just to get the ball rolling is is mm. usually what you need to do um and again that plays back to the whole sort of discipline is sometimes it's just just start and just get the ball rolling and it will carry on from there um <laughs> You've got to also, uh, you know, a lot of the work I do with business people is around the steps there. And I know that myself, yeah. I mean, you can adapt this to anything, um, if it's your fitness, your nutrition, whatever. It is about taking small steps to big action. And people dream big, that's brilliant. You need to have a big vision and a goal. You do have to have that focus, but you have to break it down. So when yeah. I start client and they say, and I think myself doing fitness stuff, nine months' time I want to, you know, be in cover model shape type thing. Great. Right. So what, six months or three months? What's, what's two weeks yeah. and really breaking down those steps because if you do not do that that's when people procrastinate or they overthink they put it off procrastination but they don't take action like you said just those that first step and that interlinked with the one thing and that's a great book by gary keller actually but just i have to keep listening to that to remind myself but i get i guess where i have such an energy for doing what i love you just get drawn into so much so you have to learn to say things like no and you have to learn what's important yeah. and one thing and you like i said you adapt that to anything whether that's your fitness your nutrition or everything that you start with the small and then build on it mm -hmm. yeah i think i think that's a good point as well is that you, you a lot of time you can set really big goals and i think that actually is really good to sort of set a goal that's maybe a bit outside of your comfort zone so that mm -hmm. it kind of pushes you to take action but if you look at that goal that is already you know is a bit too big for yourself and trying to attack it all at once you're just never going to kind of it's going to become so overwhelming and you're going to just stop because it's just like i can't do that yeah but actually setting you know the way i've always done it and the way i think i'm one one of my sort of strengths is i'm quite good at goal setting and getting to a goal and i know that if i set a goal i will achieve it and i've always used i've never really done it on paper but in my head i go well, I want to get to this place. How do I do that? What do I need to achieve? Do I need a qualification for it? Do I need to do a certain yeah. amount of things? And you kind of reverse engineer it to where you are now. And then you've got all these little baby steps in between. And then actually you find that maybe even step one, just kind of, you know, oh, let's say it's fitness, for example. Step one is just, I need to start going to the gym. And you actually find that within that step, there is steps in between it. So it might be kind of like, oh, I need a couple of workout clothes, I need to go and join the gym. I need to find somewhere I'm going to be comfortable with. And they're all tiny steps. But if you do them all consistently, you're just it's just like stepping stones to get to where you want to be. And you do find on the way you kind of falter a little bit and you'll find new things pop in. You go, OK, I need to account for this and that. But you're going to be a lot more accurate in hitting your goal if you if you sort of break it up in little steps. And you actually might even find, oh, OK, that wasn't the best approach. Maybe if I do this instead. And yeah. you find a way to get in there. It's kind of like, um, it's like uh, if you were throwing a dartboard at a dart, a dart at a dartboard with a blindfold on. If you don't, if you don't set that clear goal and kind of remove the blindfold and any barriers in your way, you're not gonna, you're not gonna reach yeah. it in, in the same way. So I think that's a really good one um, for kind of motivation, discipline. Is there any sort of books? Because obviously you're a big reader. Is there any books yeah. you would recommend to anyone who is maybe just starting out, wants to be a bit more disciplined, a bit more organised, etc. Yeah, so Gary Keller's one thing is definitely one because yeah, that's a good one. So much. Um, I think I took a lot from uh, Brendan Bouchard's book, The Seven Habits. Yep. Um, that's a great one. 
Um, oh, I've got so many books in our read. Um, <laughs> I think one of my favourites is The Obstacle is the Way, uh, Ryan Holiday. Um, yep. I love, again, that links back. So stoic idea is that um, it's about uh, perception, action and will. So again, the perspective you have in life, taking action, and then you're kind of the will for that. And yeah. that, like we just said, it's a discipline. So, and then again, interlinked with that is, is control. So that's great. I read the Daily Stoic every single day. I've done that for the last four years. It's amazing. I've literally just got that, actually. Have you? Is it, is it the Ryan Holiday? Is that the one? Yeah, I get so excited people have it. Like, li yeah, literally. I've yeah. seen I've so many people because I just think, again, it's like little inserts every day. And often what you find is a little bit how, however much you take from the law of attractions up to you, yeah. that is, there is points in that, that I, I, the same will happen in my day. And I think, oh, but that was the point that was in my book this morning and things yeah. like that. So yeah, I think that's a great, um, great one. Um, what else is there? Um, I've just listened at the moment to the audible from uh, Lewis House, The Mask of Masculinity. Okay. I've never heard of that one. What's that one about? But so this one's all about, um, so if you know Lewis Howes, kind of his background was um, an athlete and now he's um, like a business coach. And yeah. he's very much, again, about kind of energy, finding your purpose and your passion in life. And, um, yeah, kind of a bit of a few stories, um, trauma through his childhood. But the great thing about this was, and I recommended it to um, one of my friends who's a, a guy coach actually today and said that this would be great to work with your clients on who are mainly men because it's very much about the ego and yeah. that 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 face of that mass of people that predominantly men put on and yeah. how that impacts relationships with women but also the relationship they have with themselves whether it's how they you know men want to show up in business life and everything so yeah i think it was it was then talking about a lot about going into the pain of the past yeah and that he would, an example of something he'd do is he'd, he often laughs about stuff because he, that's like a, a cover of actually how he's feeling about things and actually just move on to someone else. So, so when someone says, morning, how are you? You know, you might always go, yeah, I'm really great, thanks. But actually, yeah. you're not great. Um, you just don't want to be vulnerable and transparent to people. <laughs> that's, about, that's a very British thing to do as well, isn't it? You just it go, is. yeah, good, thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, move on. Even though it's, you know, something like I said, um, thinking about the male figure, like there's yeah. definitely bits that I was like, I can move forward with that. And that's <clears throat> yeah, I, th I think that's, that's there's some good recommendations there as well, 100%. Give me two sets, my, my door's just gone. I'm go, go, go. Um, so I think one of the things there that was really good that we've covered as well has, um, you know, I think you can take a lot from you know other people's learning. So maybe you've got books around you that um, are really important. Natalie's a big reader, so when you sort of take a book and sort of learn from it, you're basically learning from someone else's entire life, someone else's entire sort of, you know, these people have been doing this their entire life. So they've written a book on it. And generally you can take some tips from that and learn maybe to avoid a mistake that they've made, or maybe learn from mistakes they've made and kind of adapt it to your situation. So I think they're always really good is kind of taking points from books. You don't always have to agree a hundred percent with a book. I think, you kind of have to take every book you read with a pinch of salt anyway, just to make sure that you're not kind of, what's a good, like almost like, so you don't get indoctrinated by it. I know some people who read books and as soon as they do it, they're like, yeah, I'm doing this. Like I know someone who's read the 5am club and they, I, fair enough if that sort of suits you and stuff, but they literally live their life to the T by someone else's words. And then they get a new book and then they live their life to that book. And it kind of, you have to kind of pick and choose what, 
works for you and not kind of just follow someone else's voice basically i think and i think look let's if you take that and um put it onto business it's exactly the same isn't it i see lots yeah. of people that seem to follow people or clean you know get hung up on every word they're saying opposed to taking the learnings and implementing it for themselves in terms of what does it mean for them yeah you know, granted everything we take is from our coaches and our mentors often when we're working in business but um you do have to work out that and have that like i said that that's what's important to do is kind of one of the areas of working with business people is becoming like your identity who are you how do you show up and I guess essentially a lot of this is leadership and if you're running your own business how you show up as your own ceo and i have to think that in terms of then like you said going back to the discipline of your why you wake up every day and want to do it where's your passion and when do you start work every day even if you don't want to type thing yeah um how do you build on that so like you can see all of this actually just comes into one i agree i think that's that's a good point as well you said something then and my mind's gone completely blank and it was about oh mental have you read the book by um oh, not russell russell brand that's his name some people are a massive fan of him he's got a book called mentors and it's it's a that's a really good book and i think it's kind of about how whether you sort of are working with someone actively or you kind of aspire to be like someone you can take a lot from their learnings and sort of use them to sort of get better at certain tasks so uh, he talks about going to jujitsu. So one of his mentors yeah. there is his teacher in jujitsu. You know, he's got a trainer, for example, you know, all these people who have an influence on his life in a different way are kind of mentors in his life. And I think that kind of reflects on what you've just said there as well. But that's a really, I like that book quite a lot. He's, his podcasts are phenomenal. And again, yeah. look, if you like him or not, it's irrelevant to the point, actually. Um, the same as I don't particularly always like Piers Morgan for everything he does. I read his book, some of it, and I didn't read the rest of it. But yeah. I took some bits. And But I think, yeah, there is... Um, he's he's a great guy, actually. He's got He's very intelligent. He is. And I think he's shown a lot of growth since, like, if you compare mm. him to, like, 10 years ago, 15 years ago to now, he he consistently shows that he is kind of applying all these these tips and tricks and kind of this approach to life that he he learns something he actually puts it into action and then he kind of grows from it and then goes on to the next step i think that's that's quite a good approach so yeah whether you like him or not he's i think he's a good resource and that book mentors i i i didn't take loads from it but i did kind of enjoy it and i did sort of get a good listen out of it so i think that's a good one um what are we on we i know you've limited for time 25 past. okay so let's let's go on now to mental health so obviously this is a big one during lockdown i'm mm. sure everyone in the world has had their ups and downs with mental health whether you refer to it as mental health or not up yeah. until maybe i don't know 20 i would have said i've not i wouldn't even have like had any issues at all and then kind of you realize that when i sort of reframed it, it was like oh actually mental health is just how you are doing day to day if you had like if you were walking around with a sore leg it doesn't mean you're like completely like about to die and drop dead but it just means there is something that's kind of giving you a bit of a twinge and you maybe need to address it and kind of focus on that for a little bit. And then you can move forward in, in like the best way possible. So I think mental health is actually more about just how are you doing today? Are you doing well yeah. or are you doing poorly? And if you're doing poorly, what can you do to improve that? Or if you're doing well, how, how can you replicate that to make sure that you're doing good in like future days? So um, it's a big one in affecting people now. I'm sure with Shout you have learned like quite about a lot about that but maybe give some advice or tips that you maybe have applied yourself into situations in life you don't have to go into the situations themselves but what sort of tips 
for people now in lockdown, would you say a really good sort of approach is to just, just to be a bit happier and healthier and maybe mentally sound? Yeah. I think this is the biggest learning I've probably learned um, through lockdown would be to you kind of slow down, speed up. And that's because I'm a person that's just nonstop at some points. And yeah. actually, you know, I've had, I've had my own mental health, which is what stemmed a lot of um, me doing the last uh, few years around mental health with Shout and, um, and having lots of therapy as well. I've tried loads of different types of therapy, which has been phenomenal. So I think you have to, um, you have to be kind to yourself. And when I say that, like, it really niggles me when people say, be kind, be kind. They yeah. don't act you do it or they just say it for because it's the topic or the thing to do and they want to just look great you have to like anything you have to make that um true to you and you have to have integrity when you say be kind and yeah. your actions basically is what i'm saying here your actions have to show that yeah. and so i think you have to be kind to yourself if you're kind to others i think you need to slow down speed up um in everything and i think that's shown this last year that you don't have to, it's about it's doing the right things. You don't have to sometimes do what everybody else wants you to do. I think there's been a lot that's come through around the social media pressure. I know we've touched on it earlier that, you know, people feel a lot of pressure around social media. It's insane. Um, so again, one thing like we said is just take, not kind of following people that don't serve you. And that sounds silly, but people still do it. Still people still follow Kim Kardashian and stuff. When I just think that just for me, I've got no interest in something like that. She doesn't inspire me or motivate me. Would I like my life like that? I'd like a nice glamorous side, but that not really. So I think you have to do the right things for you as well and not others with social media and social, the kind of society's expectation of you, whether that's, everything in life so yeah. um and i think you have to the, probably the hardest thing is being honest with yourself at where you're at with your mental health i think that's the hardest thing and a bit like i was saying that mask of masculinity that men can put that on a lot and because that they want to seem strong whether it's for their you know partner uh, their family in their business whatever they want to show up in that certain way because that's what we've made society society makes a person feel like a man feel like that when they yeah. It doesn't have to. A man saying, I'm not feeling great today, or, um, you know, I'm, I'm really, you know, I've got a friend actually who, um, he just rings me up and I'm like, I'm really anxious at the moment. And I'm like, and then so I've, I can talk immediately yesterday, but I just rang about and I'm like, talk me through what's going on. And we just had a good chat. And at the end of it, he was like, oh, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Like, I really appreciate it. And, and that's what it is sometimes. And I find that a lot of time. You can't help all the time. I yeah. might feel half the time shout stuff. Like, I've just made no difference to that person's life. Yeah, I get the feedback and they've come back at me and said, that changed my day. That changed, you know, it changed everything for me. Thank you. Just because I've listened. And I was listening again to um, something yesterday that, you know, it sounds silly, but we keep saying to ourselves, we have two ears and one mouth for a reason. Mm. I'm obviously not doing enough of that now. But we <laughs> listen more to other people. Yeah. And that's sometimes hard as well. So I think if you've got those two things of being honest with yourself with mental health and and listening more to others, that can be a massive help in itself. So, you know, we say about what you can do and what you can control. If you go for a walk at the moment in time, but like you said, just jump on a FaceTime or jump on a call with someone. I think there's big things, and this is what I was saying, I took from the Brendan Bouchard, is just you know what's your daily note of appreciation or gift or a thank you of gratitude to somebody and gratitude's a way of life and it's a way of being it's not just a tick box so i've said three things i'm grateful for each day you have to do more than that you have to live and breathe almost in terms of changing your perspective that 
I woke up today and I'm really happy because I can get out, I can jump out of bed because actually I felt quite good and because I'm, I was warm. And, and they sound sometimes tiny, trivial things, but they aren't. They're bigger than that. There's people that don't have what we have and you yeah. have to appreciate that. So I think those probably two biggest things, honest with yourself um, and then listening more to others really can help with mental health. And I think, sorry, a third one then would probably be actually the people you surround yourself with, like we just touched yeah. on at the social media but it is a massive i think it's underestimated how much impact it can really have on someone and whether those people are serving you and supporting you in life believing in you why do you want someone that says i was working some other week and she's like oh people say this about me and it was almost like this kind of troll like what yeah. they say so why do we have to be like that with people why can't we generally be nice and, and want the best for someone else and i don't look to people and think oh they've, they've got why i've you know I haven't got <clears> oh it's easy for them because it's not easy for anyone everybody will have certain things that they struggle with and um and what they want to focus on and do but i think you should have a and a great attitude where you want to help someone i think that's what i love about what we do in coaching coaching in essence is moving from A to B and you believe in that person. You want to empower them to be the best they can be. You want to show them that they can do it and, and make them believe they can. So they take action and do it. And then that spurs on more development in whatever area of their life they want to do that in. Yeah. That's a big about a coach for sure. Whether you know, like you yourself, when you're transforming people and changing their lives from that perspective, it's more than just a transformation of their body it's beyond that that's just the aesthetic that's a tiny little bit pinch point of that's what it is it gets to the point and we made a laugh and joke about it on a call the other day that men want better sex or women want to feel sexy with their guy or they want to feel good in a bikini or they want to yeah this one for me like last year i was like i want to feel good walking around in loungewear and shit you know <laughs> if i'm not going to be a body bikini the real why people want something they want to feel you know that they want to feel energy they want to feel healthy I agree. I completely agree with that. I think a few things you've said there then. So number one is um, about sort of there being a deeper reason into why you're doing stuff. So people do will come to myself and they'll say, oh, I, I want to get like really lean. I want to get six pack. And actually, whether they know it themselves or not, that's not their goal. Their goal is to feel more confident. Their goal is to when they go to the beach next year, not worry about taking their top off or something like that. And it's actually it's a lot deeper rooted. And when this is kind of why I, I really like the way sort of coaching is going from it's, it's moving a little bit more from PTs to a bit more support around the clock. So online coaching is because you only get that support with a PT while you're in the gym for that one hour and they're counting your reps in and out sort of, of the session. But actually a lot of the stuff is a lot deeper rooted than that. And sort of going to a PT at the end of the week and going, oh, I didn't do my diet. I didn't do too well on this and that. And then just kind of going, well, you know, here's some tips, do better this week. And then having no support until you get to the rest of the week, you might actually find that there there was something that you, you could have brought up and said, oh, have you got any advice for this? And they go, yeah, have you tried X, Y, Z? And then you can kind of go, oh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't think about that. And in the moment, it's really helpful. But it's it's more than just that one hour block when you're in the gym. So I think that's like, that's really massive is, is kind of how people approach stuff. And it, yeah, it's more, it's it's actually more, I would say coaching is more about, the sort of relationship and the, the personal experience you give someone and um, kind of the advice you can give them that isn't fitness related. I would yeah. say it's more that than actually what is kind of like, here, do this exercise, do, eat this yeah. food, because people have reasons why they overeat or they sort of binge on junk food or 
they don't feel confident and it's your job to kind of dig into that and find out what 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 are those reasons and how can i help you get around those it's it's not it's not just here's your workout plan here's your food plan let's go kind of thing yeah there's a lot deeper rooted um in terms of what you said about kind of being able to just talk to people. And I think I completely agree as well, men, and I know myself, I've been in a situation where I've bottled things up to the point where actually it kind of overflowed. And then I was just like, you know, like why, like, why didn't I just say something earlier? And I would never have been in this position. And you kind of push yourself into, in, back yourself into a corner and then you've got nothing to do other than explode. It's kind of like if you shake up a bottle and just keep shaking that bottle and, and it keeps just bubbling up, it's going to like blow at some point and you can't really, if if you'd have just kind of like let the gas out very slowly and sort of talk to people and stuff like that, it wouldn't blow up. It wouldn't build up all this pressure inside it that it just needs to like blow. So I think that's a massive one, especially for men, but just in general as well, during this lockdown, we don't have that contact with people. We don't have friends that we're going to be talking to all the time, like in person where you might go down the pub and they might, oh, you, you don't seem normal today. And you go, yeah, actually, I just feel a bit like shit about this and that. And they go, oh, well, you know, and you just have a bit of a chat. You don't have that. And something that, you know, I've used and I know other people have suggested other people is just go for a walk. We can go out for a walk at the minute. Go have a walk. Get on FaceTime. Call a friend. Just have a chat with them. Like, it's, it seems small, but we've got this access to incredible technology. You know, you're nowhere near me at the minute, but we're able, able to have this conversation. Mm. And it's, it's quite nice because it's not like a phone call. I can see how you react to things. I can see, yeah. like, you know, you might go, oh, like, when I say something, I'll go, oh, yeah, that's really good. And you'll, you know you get that feedback that's a little bit more social. So I think that's a massive one in terms of kind of just keeping just mentally healthy is, is share things a lot more. Sharing is, is like so, so key to kind of keeping that happiness. I think you're, you're right. I think you're right. That book, what was the book again? The Mask of... The Mask of Masculinity. Yeah, the Mask of Masculinity. So I think that's, that's a good one. Great audible, to be fair. I know we're quite big on those as well. Yeah. Um, there's some audibles you get and then you want to spend the whole time writing things down. You know, like, I just need to buy the book. Um, yeah. but that's a great audible to listen to. And I think it's just, it's this vulnerability part kicking in that is, is key as well. And like I said, being honest, and I think that, again, that kind of links to what communities are you in and are those communities growing you or are they, you know, kind of doing the opposite and, and not if things will be right for you. I think we, we judge a lot on everything opposed mm. to saying letting something just letting it go and saying that it doesn't serve me it's not right for me but it doesn't mean it's not right for somebody else same as like i was on call uh, i was following an instagram live the other week and they were just uh talking again like this for 20 minutes half an hour and a guy was saying you know he's got a huge following you'd look to think blimey and he had about 40 people on and he was like i don't really care if 500 turn up or two turn up because if i make a difference to those two their lives yeah. that's enough for me and I think when you try to again change your perspective on things and what you're doing and the impact you have and the value that you offer and really genuinely serving people and helping them it completely changes the ball game opposed to then you worrying about oh it's, it should be this and it should be that for what reason just yeah. build it I, th I think that's that's key and like what you said there about kind of the the people you're helping and the people you're reaching out to and that community you're surrounding yourself with now especially more than ever like again being locked down half your community is kind of online so if you're spending your time on your instagram feed and it's just like let's say let's say it's uh, a young woman who doesn't feel com confident with their body image and they're scrolling through instagram and it's just supermodel 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 yeah. kim kardashian 
it's yeah. going to get to you it's going to, you're going to be like i but you might you might even be training really hard eating really well and you're just like why am i even bothering like that person looks so much better than me or your at least your opinion is that they look so much better than you and in reality you don't sort of take anything other away from it other than what that picture is so they might have an eating disorder they may be very unhappy with how they look because they've got the limelight them on them 24/7 they may they have so much more pressure to look a certain way compared to you so that you don't understand how they look so when you just look at that one photo you take quite a lot from it but you don't look you don't understand how they feel as well like they've constantly got to be in a certain way they've got to look a certain way so you you need to understand it from that perspective that you know they're probably feeling the exact same as you but also if you're only getting these images mute these people unfollow them If if it's making you unhappy get rid of it put replace it with someone else someone said to me ages ago and said the best tip for this year i think it was the beginning of 2020 best tip for this year go through your followers remove anyone who kind of makes you feel negative in any way like any way at all even if it's like the most minute thing get rid of them and he says for every person you unfollow go find someone you really enjoy so it might be an art account it might be someone who just shares motivational videos whatever it is just go and follow someone who actually adds something and gives value and like you're saying it doesn't matter if any if if i get on here one viewer if i get if i got out of the blue a hundred thousand viewers it wouldn't matter as long as I can kind of give a little bit of value to someone. If someone watches this and watches a three second segment that kind of gives them a tiny tip, yeah, that's good enough for me. As long as it kind of provides a little bit of value, that's that's the number one goal. It doesn't really and matter think, who it reaches. And taking that, it's again and going back to the serving part that if you have a perspective of life where you want to give to others and serve others, yeah. I think if you are of that person that thinks like that, like you just say, then you're what am I getting from everything? You know, yeah. your, what will I take? What benefits it to me? Opposed to actually, what can I give? Or and that's why I'm saying it's really important just to think. Let, like you just say, just let it go. Don't judge it. It's not for you. Done. Yeah. Don't don't overthink about it. The amount of people that waste so much time and energy on stuff that doesn't work for them, opposed to actually, why don't you just invest that energy you've got in building the life that you want and creating that? I used to have a lot of relationships years ago in my life, and they were negative, and they were like why do you do the gym and I'll chill out and do all of this and and I just got to the point where I was like I want to do it because I want to do it not because you're telling me what I need to do so I just you know kind of just thought I just don't talk to those people anymore I just don't and I probably can count the amount of people with friends on my hands like proper serious friends I'm there for my friends and family and I often think like if I really needed someone at a drop of a hat would they be there for me then they're probably the people that I want in my life yeah and you could like there's times through lockdown I live on my own and I don't think I'm not lonely. I think I would like sometimes I think, oh, I'd quite like just have chill with someone tonight and have a bit of company. But some people are like, aren't you lonely? I'm like, no, I'm not. Because you have to find within yourself that first that you, you love yourself and that you feel comfortable being on your own. You have to find that first. You won't find that from anybody else. Mm-hmm. And we know all of this. We just don't even believe it or we don't make it true to us. So none of what we say is new. We just need to find out what's right for us and then build on that and go with it and stick to it. Um, Same with relationships. It's absolutely key. But like us, like, you know, I don't really have anyone that's negative in my life because I choose not to. And I've I've disassociated myself with them. And a lot of people actually that fill my day, like, like this, stuff like this, or their clients and things, I don't really actually physically known as like a good friend as such but i feel that i know them more than other people that have yeah. been in years or the, even some of my family i think okay 
because you you gel you have you kind of get on well with one another you have the same mindset that's that bit you know you want the same things you're driving towards each other you empower one another so i'm a, a friends with someone that was on a, i was on a mastermind with and we we talk every day by text we call once a week to catch up we're kind of accountability buddies in business mm-hmm. um and you know we're, we're there for each other when it's like it's a shit day and we're you know it's been crap today talk to me what's happening and that type of thing so we're there on lots of different levels now and he'll have a crap day and then I'll have a crap day and he'll have a good day and I'll have a good day. So there are people around you when people that, you know, and that's the biggest thing with mental health and loneliness that there is someone to talk to. There is always, and there is always someone to talk to if it's a business and everything. I think the more you can open up to networking on a great scale and um, how it can serve you. And I always say networking, people say, you either like it, you don't, you're great, you're not. Well, no, I think that, it's a two-way thing like this. Like it's going to, it's, it helps both of us with business. It helps both of us with our development. But I think yeah. look at it in terms of so what can it do for each other opposed to I'm networking it because it will get me to there. Yeah. And again, that goes back to that perspective of what can, what how can I help others? And when that's, you yeah, that's that very taken mindset. Like what can I get from this kind of thing? Yeah. Well. And touching on books, um, I think like a monk by Jay Shetty was my favourite book last year. Oh, I think um, I've looked at that. I, that's one of those ones I've picked up. I've read a few pages and then I've kind of gone, I'll come back to that at some point. Phenomenal. Uh, <coughs> put it down. Yeah. Put it down. And it gave me so much inspiration in my business and just a few things as well and a bit of clarity on things that I thought I did well but probably need to improve on as well. So, yeah, I think that that's definitely a great one. And I think that people say a lot about purpose in life and, um, you know, or if you business, I want to find my niche. I want to know who to work with and I want to know which coach to have and mentor. Yeah. Sometimes you think all of that and you just need to go with that moment in time. What's, what's missing for you? What's that gap? You go and find that opposed to somebody else telling you because you're always going to be in search of that then. And sometimes those types of things, notice what you notice. I say a lot. Sometimes those things just hit you and they just come about, but you just need to get out there and keep doing it. I agree. I know you've got to shoot soon. So let's round this up. So you're not going to be um, kind of too short for time. If you could kind of summarize everything from today kind of very briefly what would you say is probably the best thing someone could take away from it in in terms of just mental health motivation keeping sort of disciplined believe in yourself and trust yourself that's very good very concise people don't believe in themselves enough yeah um and they don't trust themselves with that half the time clients just bloody trust yourself you know what you're doing i'm here to help you and i'm you know the coaching's great but just trust yourself with some stuff as well go and give it a go if it works it doesn't you know keep going yeah, I think that's that's a good one as well. Like, you think think back on everything you've ever worried about, and I reckon ninety nine point nine nine percent of things actually didn't happen, or if they did happen, you kind of go, ah, oh, and then you just adapt to it and just carry on anyway. I think that's a really big one. Um, okay, so I will let you go. Can you just go? Over, so you got the one thing by Gary Keller was one of your oh. books that you recommended. Yeah. Uh, the obstacle is the way, Ryan Holiday. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? You had one more. Mask of... I keep forgetting uh, what it's called. Yeah. And mas- uh, the mas- mask of masculinity. Yeah, really good. Okay. Really. And if anyone wants to reach out to Shout, can you just let them very quickly know how they do that and what sort of you cover if, if they do need to? Yes. If they, 
health, any mental health that you're going through, whether it's thinking suicide thoughts, um, loneliness, anxiety, stress, uh, financial stuff, um, they're not counselling or therapy, they're there to support you in a moment of time. So yeah. shout, you just send a text to shout at 85258. Brilliant. All right, thank you very much, Natalie. I will give you a message after this once I've posted it. Thanks. And um, yeah, everyone go give Natalie a follow. It's at Miss Natalie Potts Coaching, isn't it? Boom, yeah. On the ball. Okay, right, I'll let you go and um, have a lovely day. Hope everyone has a great day and I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you so much for joining me on my podcast. If you haven't yet listened to the previous ones, please check the link below and join and listen to those. Share your feedback with me, share with a friend. Let me know what you want me to improve and what works really well for you. And please connect me on my social media. I'm at Nasty Pots Coaching Everywhere, apart from my Facebook community, which is your inner greatness. So I'll link with me on there and get your five-minute Friday newsletter delivered straight to you. Whatever you do, let's take action. Let's have a great day. Let's have a great week. And I will see you in the next episode. Bye.